Hi everyone, welcome to episode 13, The Reality of School in a Pandemic. From Time Out, Let's Talk Policy, a podcast from the Foreign Policy Youth Collaborative. I'm your host, Emma Zafari. With the first semester of school coming to an end and the holiday season around the corner, FPYC wanted to take this time to reflect on how COVID-19 is impacting high school students around the United States. It often seems like governors and representatives are talking on behalf of students everywhere when deciding their plans for school, instead of listening to them and how they feel. So this week, we wanted to do things a little differently. We wanted to give high school students a place where they could feel heard when expressing their struggles with distance or hybrid learning. The podcast team, along with special guest Zoya, spent this week compiling anecdotes from high school students around the country. Here are the results. Just remember, all opinions represented in the podcast are that of individuals and do not represent the organization. Enjoy. A submission from Clifton Park, New York says, I don't think schools, especially in my area, took into account the stress of a pandemic and learning in a completely new system when creating this year's schedule. Going to school in a pandemic is something none of us have done before. We can't be expected to return to normal school and homework expectations. My school also decided to change how long classes are, so instead of nine 40-minute classes, we were doing four 80-minute classes. Sitting in my desk in my bedroom for 80 minutes straight is beyond exhausting, and I end up getting distracted really easily. There are plenty of other ways we could have handled this better and made it easier on the students. A submission from Escondido, California says, Remote learning is definitely affecting my motivation and overall mental health, but I would much rather learn virtually than in person in any form. Our school tried hybrid learning and we had three cases within the first two days of on-campus learning, so personally I feel safer online. The last thing I want is to spread COVID to my family. A submission from Forest Lake, Minnesota says, I think with remote learning, people are not getting the same education and students' mental health is worsening because we lose the social aspect of school but are expected to do all of the work still. It's hard to sit in front of a computer for hours every day and five days a week. The quality of education is also hindered because we don't have the same resources, cannot talk to our teachers in class, and learning on a computer is a lot more difficult. Hannah from Chicago, Illinois says, My school was operating on a hybrid plan for a while, but I chose to stay home because of health concerns. Recently, with an uptick in cases in the area, my school switched entirely to remote learning. Staring at the screen for hours on end is really draining, and it makes it hard to motivate myself to do homework on my computer after staring at it for so long. I really miss being able to talk with my friends between classes or during lunch, and not being able to spend as much time with them has definitely taken a toll on my mental health. Ruhi from Monroe, California. Remote learning has a very big impact on my ability to learn and my mental health. I don't like remote learning, but understand that safety is important. Irene from Washington, D.C. says, I would prefer to be at school, but remote learning has given me a lot more time to spend with myself and my family, and that's really important too. However, I'm not great at reaching out to people, so I've definitely been feeling lonelier during remote learning. Also, focusing in class is really, really hard when it's all over Zoom. Austin from Jakarta, Indonesia says, Remote learning is horrible because it is so poorly planned. Also, I have not been outside for several months except to pray. Why is the government not doing more to combat the virus? 
It's hard to believe that people in Darwin right now are living normal lives and I am stuck in a quarantine. Constantinos from Newton, Massachusetts says, My school has been fully remote since September, and I don't think my school administration has done a good job of planning for reopening. For starters, instead of starting the year out hybrid when the weather was nicer, they've told us we're going hybrid in January. When there are freezing temperatures, we have to keep the windows open during class and cases are rising. Our schedule now has 90-minute classes from 9.15 a.m. to 3.55 p.m. with a 30-minute lunch period and only five minutes in between each class. Teachers are supposed to give us a 5-10 to minute break during class, though most forget to do so. I think all these issues have resulted in the deterioration of my mental health and the downfall of my energy and motivation to complete schoolwork. I think it's unacceptable to expect students to sit in front of a computer nonstop for seven hours a day and then expect them to complete extra homework on top of that. In addition, our AP classes have been told that we're not able to cover all the material and thus have to study and learn our best on our own to pass the AP exams. Ian from San Dimas, California says, I feel like I can learn, but it's harder because I prefer face-to-face learning rather than over the computer. A submission from Gaithersburg, Maryland. Virtual learning has been very tumulus for me. I miss normal life so much, but it has taught me many lessons. I still need human interaction, though. Matea from Quito, Ecuador says that I think it's a necessary sacrifice to shelter at home right now so we can fully enjoy the privileges of freedom later on. That doesn't mean, however, that sheltering isn't isolating and depriving us of the essential contact with others. We need to survive and be happy. But as I said, the sacrifice is worth the result. A submission from Boone, North Carolina says that remote learning, while physically safer, takes a huge mental toll. A submission from Oak Park, Illinois says, I don't have much of an issue with remote learning. I'm pretty busy during the normal year, and although I miss it sometimes, it's nice to be able to take care of myself and get adequate sleep. I also am okay with learning from videos and self-teaching, although it's kind of weird that I haven't seen some of my friends in almost a year. Kate from Chapel Hill, North Carolina said, I would prefer to be in person, of course, but for the safety of my teachers and fellow students, I'm glad we're online. It has impacted my motivation, but I haven't struggled with organization or keeping up. A submission from Los Angeles says, I think I definitely have benefited from not having to commute every day, as well as having more independent time. But at the same time, I think that not being able to be in a normal school setting with other students and teachers has also been negative for my education. As for myself, I do believe that the benefits of remote learning outweigh those of in-person learning. Safety is a vital aspect to stopping the spread of COVID-19. However, remote learning has a significant impact on my ability to learn and on my attention span. It's very easy to become distracted when having school online and at home rather than in a classroom. Thank you all so much for listening to this week's episode of Time Out, Let's Talk Policy, a podcast by the Foreign Policy Youth Collaborative. To learn more, visit our website at fpyouthcollab.org or any of our social medias at fpyouthcollab. Once again, all opinions expressed in this episode are that of individuals and do not represent FPYC as an organization. Tune in every Monday morning for more FPYT. See you guys next week.
A special shout out, as always, to Lian Mateo, our incredible editing team.